This is GamerCast episode 386, Gamescom. This is a show recorded on the 18th of August, 2014. I'm your host, my name is Paul, and joining me this week, as always, is Catherine and Charlotte. Hello. Hello. Yes, hello. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been about a month since our last episode of GamerCast. This is partly because of two reasons. One, my mouth flipping hurts. Mm. And two, Catherine's been at work all the time. Busy. Um, and plus, we've also had some doubts about the general direction of the show anyway. So, as every stale TV series or show does, they drag along an extra character to pack <laughs> things out. Hi. Uh, which is why Charlotte's here, to uh, increase the dialogue, since I don't really care about anything Catherine talks about, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, uh, big sort of news lately has obviously been Gamescom happening last week. Yes. So obviously the GamerCast crew were there representing someone. Ourselves. <laughs> we won't say what the name badge said, but it definitely wasn't IGN or GameSpot. It said my name. Suck. I'm just making it clear that we're not IGN anymore. Or oh, okay. Anymore. <laughs> yep. Well, I've not had any money off IGN for like eight years. So. Mm. Um, so I guess Catherine wants to just run through the news while I play Hungry Shark Evolution. Yes, I will indeed. Um, so to start off, uh, as Paul said, game. As you know, you said Gamescom. You didn't say Games of the Gold. So yeah, I've uh, not done any news yet. Thought you could do that because you're the newsman. The newsman who was yawning. Apologies. Um, so yeah, Games with Gold has changed. For anyone who hasn't known, of course, this is a little bit old anyway. Uh, but it's the one piece of news that I'm mentioning from previous. So uh, this month in August, it is Crimson Dragon on Xbox One uh, for the players and Strike Suit Zero Director's Cut also for the players. Um, and on the Xbox 360, it's Dishonored and Motocross Madness. So they're cool. Um, and that is, of course, uh, until the 31st of August. Well, for the latter half, because, of course, the first half have already been done. Um, however, on Xbox One, the games are there for the whole month. Uh, yeah, the games are available for the whole month on Xbox One, whereas on the Xbox play. 360, uh, Motocross Madness was for the 1st to the 15th of August, and Dishonored is from the 16th to the 31st. Why so do they do that? That's how they always used to do it on 360, though. Yeah, 360 is one game every two weeks. Xbox uh, One, they just have them on for the whole month. Yeah. So if you want Dishonored on Xbox 360, you should go download it now if you have an Xbox Live Gold account. If you don't have an Xbox Live Gold account, then you probably don't have an Xbox. Or you don't use online. Yeah, but I would pay the 40 quid a year and have the, the games mm. in it. Even though it just makes me want to not buy anything, because I'll be like, oh, I'll be on Games of Gold next month. Or if I buy it two days later, I'll be on Games of Gold. That's what that's our dilemma now, because Paul's like, oh, I'll buy that, but then mm, it'll probably be free soon. <laughs> What's um, Strike Suit Zero like on um, Xbox One? Um, did you say you played it a little bit? I played it very briefly, yeah. Oh. I haven't played it yet, though. There you go, thank you. I was like, is that Hungry Shark music going to be playing throughout the whole thing? Because it'll be really hard to hear Shark. Hey, I can play Shark Game if I want. I know, you love to play Shark Game. Um, yeah, and then basically, oh, there's Xbox One updates. Uh, so the new update just rolled out, right, Paul? 
I'm just asking about this um, stuff because you know well, most about it. Okay, so the August update just rolled out, which was the thing we were all talking about a month ago. Yeah. Because obviously they announce it, it goes to preview, and then about a month later it goes public. So the one they've actually been talking about lately is the September update, mm. which adds all the really cool stuff like... And... And I forget, but yeah. <laughs> Charlotte's face was like, was he talking? <laughs> Did it disappear? <laughs> What's well, going on? I'm trying on? to play my game. I know, I'm sorry. You talk about the update. You've got the internet. I've got a shark in front of me. Yes, you have got a shark. He's very, very hungry. Well, uh, I don't know if people can see my desktop with all the naughty things I've got on there. Let's hide that fast. Naughty things? Boom. Oh, no, now it's doing the word glitch. Oh, what's the weird glitch? The word glitch is it only it's written for sixteen by nine aspect ratio, mm. and when you don't have sixteen by nine uh, sixteen by nine axis ratio, it adds this bar down the bottom to fill the space, yeah. which is really annoying if you've got a four by three monitor because in half the screen is just this stupid mission bar, and then if you like switch to a different application and switch back, it stretches the game underneath the bar, so the bar actually cuts off part of the game screen. Mm. It's a really weird bug. I'm really surprised any QA could let it pass. <laughs> um, okay, so the preview member update, which will be the September update. Well, let's talk about the August update Okay, first. so the August update had um, mobile purchase, which means using Smart Glass or on the Xbox website. You yeah, could... but no one cares about it. The main feature of the August one is a new updated activity feed and 3D Blu-ray support. I am a... Yeah. Uh, oh. Then they also have done a last in time in the friends lists uh, low battery notifications and disable notifications during video playback uh, and then the new that's update that's cool because I noticed that that there was no last scene yeah it's like why is that not there it then means you can keep track on people even more um, so the preview version which is the September update has uh, party it also filtered out a lot of the noise from the activity feed so now it only really highlights achievements, messages, um, and like game clips. So before it said if someone was playing an app, and that would be in the activity feed. And then every time they switch an app, it makes a new entry in the activity Gosh. feed. So all of that's fixed now. So it only sort of shows important things. Um, but I mean, the other cool thing is obviously just the fact that you can now share activity feed items from one from one feed to another. Uh, so, for example, I could write a post earlier on saying, yay, new update. People could then like that, and if they wanted to, share it in a message or share it on their activity feed. Or, uh, if you've got a video clip, you can message that to people now as well, and stuff like that. So basically, Like Keysburg. Yeah, so yeah, like she, now I time. could share that on my activity feed for my friends to see, or <laughs> I could send it into a message to... Uh, Todd Howard, hmm. so that he could forward it on to a guy who works on Wolfenstein. Hmm. <laughs> exactly. That's cool. And then, yeah, the September one has uh, is a big one. Party updates. It's been reorganised. You can see activi activities of people in your party. You've got a leader now as well. Yeah, I mean, the, the party feature has been overhauled as well. Yeah. Um, new friend section. Uh, which is a new tab, isn't it? Or something like that? Yeah, so at the moment that's uh, it's part of a preview, but it's part of an early preview for a lot of people. So some people have it, some don't. Mm. So if you oh. have if you have the September update as part of the preview program, you might not necessarily have that tab because they're still working on, obviously, 
it's still obviously very early. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, then it's also got media player, uh, which will allow you to play files from a USB device that's attached or from a network that supports yeah, so CLNA. You'll be, you'll be able to browse, computer share, and stuff like that. It, play, it supports loads of different formats, yep. including MKV. Yeah. Uh, which is why Tom well. Warren on The Verge said this is the perfect thing to watch your downloads with. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but it's good because one thing we've missed with the Xbox One is yeah. how it doesn't have the DLNA support. Well, I mean, we, we kind of got used to it though, didn't we? Yeah. Because just, we just on the computer instead. Oh, God, for some reason. There's no sound, so I can't hear when bad things are coming. Uh, um, you just right-click and say just, play to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's different to how we used to do, because it means we do need a computer on, Yeah. which for us isn't really a problem, but obviously for a lot of people with, say, only, you know, maybe two, they've got one server, um, and, you know, they don't really have any UI on the server. Um, so it sort of, sort of resolves that. It's something they needed to do, and it's mm. good they're doing it. Um, the support, I guess, for the Xbox One digital TV tuner. Yeah, so the digital TV tuner they announced will be released in several European markets. It's basically a, a replacement for like a Freeview tuner, mm. only it's small, USB powered, and just plugs into the Xbox. Um, and yeah, that will the update will also. It may not be in a September one, but it will be in the October or November one. Mm. Will also add support for streaming TV to smart glass connected devices so for example I could be playing a game on the Xbox One and Catherine could be watching Hollyoaks or some other rubbish on her phone upstairs <laughs> thank you Paul. Um, and the cool thing is if you've got a connect as well it means you can change the channel and everything as well so oh, that's cool so you can essentially it's just a remote TV for everyone in the house the United States would begin it because obviously you know their TV providers are a bit more Draconian with like copy protection and stuff, mm. so it won't be supported there initially. But it's obviously something that Microsoft would like to do if it's possible with their stupid TV restrictions. Yes, uh, you can also boot your Xbox One to go directly to TV mode. Yep. So some people like bollocks, like my parents, for example, um, mainly use the Xbox One for TV. And uh, some people say, "Well, that's stupid having a games console to run your TV," but Compared to the setup they had earlier, where yeah. my mum couldn't figure out how to use the TV. They're like, which remote is it? This remote. <laughs> yeah, like one out of six remotes. Now it's just, you know, and you can, they, for them, boot into straight to TV is an obvious option because mm. they won't have to go through the extra step of saying Xbox Watch TV. Uh, a, as much as a huge step that was. For the markets where the one guide is available, there's now a live TV mini guide that can go on the bottom of the screen detailing the TV that's currently playing. Uh, there's smart glass updates available, which will mean you can post status messages from the activity feed as well as comments and share items. Those smart glass updates it. have already dropped in the public release. Oh, okay. Um, they updated today. Xbox, well, at least on Windows Phone and Windows. Xbox On is being added in new markets, which includes Australia, Canada, in brackets French Canada, Italy, Spain, Mexico and Brazil. Um, so people will be able to tell their Xbox to turn on where they haven't been. Um... They're doing that their... Was just on the basis of language. Yeah. Because yeah. um, they don't sound enough like a normal person. Um, then, of course, adding to their country expansion stuff. So they're going to be launching in 20 new, 29 new markets in the coming weeks. So they're preparing on, for all Sean. that stuff. Uh, multiple game DVR deletes. So you'll be able to choose multiple clips to delete at once. Uh, because at the moment you can only delete one at a time. Uh, you can save your avatar gamer pick 
to your OneDrive. Yay. Which is quite cute. So you could take some pictures with your avatar and just save it across. Um, update to settings and a bandwidth usage display. For those noobs on uh, metered internet. Yeah, it's pretty noobs. cool. Um, and then you c- you'll be able to find a list online of all the compatible file types for the Xbox One when it's got the DLNA support. Yeah, so basically Microsoft is still really revving the Xbox software really fast. And it's leaving Sony with their, what, two feature updates this year? Like, looking like they're standing still in comparison. Um, yeah, and that's that's the Xbox One updates. And now, I guess, on to Gamescom. Yeah, so Gamescom... Wait, is there no other news? No, that's all I put in. Okay. Well, I figured Gamescom was going to take over most of the show. Okay, well, let's do Gamescom, because we all enjoyed spending our time at Gamescom this year. <laughs> Um, especially me. Yep. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, we we headed down the Friday and we were there until the Sunday. Um, yeah, ich bin ein Deutschlander in Cologne. None of us had been to the show before, so we didn't know what to expect. We knew it was potentially very large. Well, yeah, it's big and free, isn't it? Bro? But that was it. Yeah, I keep saying to everyone, it's like three times the size of E3. Did you actually measure it? it? No, but the halls are bigger in general. So what? That E3 just not bother to pay for a large venue, or well, the venue E3 uses is large, but it's just not as large as the Cologne mess. Ah, yeah, you being Deutschland or Cologne, yeah. But the thing is, is that it's more to do with the fact that because it's open to the public, yeah. So they need more so space. Because well, I mean, the e- thing is, E3 is open to the public, is it? Isn't it? No, it's not. No. Yeah, but the public can buy a pass. Yeah, the public can manage to get tickets, but it's not. It doesn't cost ten euros to get in. <laughs> it costs more like five hundred dollars to get to E3. Or something along those lines. Yeah, it's really. That's expensive. the thing. Cause, I mean, if it if it was like more like that cost, then sure. I mean, yeah, it would still be a big venue, but it would be nowhere near as many people. No, and this is exactly why Gamescom sells out because they can cater for a large amount of people. Of course, their their space is limited. They use what five halls? Ten, nine, eight, seven, six. Was six in use? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, even if they wanted to branch out and be bigger, they've still got even more halls that they can actually use. But, of course, it would cost them more money to, <laughs> to run the show. That would be a bit insane. So we'll just do another League of Legends tournament and pay for it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, the, it's a little bit different to E3, because E3 would usually have, like, Microsoft and Sony in the same areas. Uh, whereas at Gamescom, uh, Microsoft was written in one hall with EA... Uh, Sony was in another hall with Activision? Yeah, because Destiny was right by it. Yeah. Yeah, Sony exclusive Destiny. Um, and, and then, then Nintendo. Nintendo was in its own hall as well. Genesis Which was does. with like Bethesda and Sega and stuff like that. Um, Screenix. And Screenix. And then there was a 10th hall. Well, Hall 10 had uh, retail and other little things that they had going on in there. The entertainment area. The entertainment area. And then there was also Hall... Was it 8? There was one which was just for the yeah, online was eight, yeah. portion eight of things. So like, it was League of Legends, uh, Wargaming. Boring! All that kind of jazz. There's a football. Right. There is a football. Can you kick the football? Boop. Cute. Um, so yeah, like, like literally the first thing we did after like meeting a couple of people uh, is Sony were giving away lanyards, 
That was kind of the the, the first kind of glimpse of Gamescom. Uh, that hat we didn't actually get; we were given. Given, i.e., you nicked it. No, Gary gave me it. Yeah, lanyards. They were just kind of they had bags of them. Yeah, they were they were just handing them out. Whereas at E three is kind of rare when that happens. Um, yeah, but, I mean, well, saying that sometimes the Sony area you would get someone with, you know, certain things that they were handing out. Yeah, but uh, or Bethesda generally. sometimes. Yeah, they would do it. Um, That's true. But it kind of, I don't know, in my eyes, showed kind of what the the show is kind of like. It's what well, what it's all about. Yeah, you, you're not going to get someone at your booth unless you're giving them something free. But you might get them at the booth. Well, depends. Not um, some of the people that were there. So we started off, and Charlotte had a quick little go on farming sim 15, on PS4, which we didn't know was coming out. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was maybe newly announced or not. It might have been that it's been kind of scheduled to be coming out for a while now. But yeah, they had a Farming Sim 15 playable. But um, obviously it's not the kind of game that you can really demo at a show. Mm. I mean, they had it on PS4. They didn't seem to actually have a playable copy on Xbox One, which was a bit disappointing. Or Xbox 360 or PS3. Um, However, they also had the new mobile version, which I think is Farming Simulator... I'm not sure if it's actually 14 or if it's just called Farming Simulator. And they had that play war on Vita, but unfortunately the Vita seemed to have broken. Yeah. Um, I mean, they also had the PC version playable on, like, a whole load of PCs, because obviously PC is their main market, I guess. Yeah. It, it looks kind of... Like, something that I've always hated about Farming Simulator is that it's always been really bare-bones, and um, it kind of looks like it's intended for a low-spec PC, even on high-spec. Um, but actually yeah, I hate nice. it when people do that. But the thing is, is that their market is obviously, like, people with fairly old Crap PCs. Computers. Oh, no. Like, no. And, I mean, if you compare it to something like Eurotruck, which is a similar large-scale um, simulator, farming simulator just never compares. So it's nice to see them putting in, like, a bit more effort this year. Yes. Look nice. Yeah, although the picture I took it may look a bit yellow. Yeah, unfortunately if you take a picture though, all you're gonna see is like a tractor moving some dirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch it. Um I'll, I'll be interested to get it. Um if I get a an extra console anytime soon. Current gen. I'll probably, uh, oh yeah, sorry. This sorry. is Gamercast, we do things the proper way, <laughs> unlike all the rejects. Well, like IGN who say, have you got the next-gen version? Sorry, the PS5 isn't announced yet. To me, it's next-gen still, because I still don't have one, right? Mm. Why don't you have one yet? They're really cheap. Uh, yeah. Super cheap. Yeah, super cheap. People spend two grand on a phone. I don't... (laughs) Who spends well, we two, know you don't. Who spends two <laughs> grand on a phone? Retards who sign up for like 80 quid contracts for oh, two okay. years to get a shitty iPhone free. <laughs> iPhone free. <laughs> um, so yeah, it... G. Farming scene was a little bit weird at the show as well because they the had uh, constant giveaways. Uh, while we were there at the time, uh, it created quite a storm. There were two people dressed as cows. They were throwing out games and then did some cow crowd surfing. At least one of them did. Uh, people go crazy for free stuff there. Yeah, and it was kind of insane because I thought at first it was like, oh wow, so many, all these people just love Farming Simulator. Yeah. 
they're crowding around the booth and it's like oh they're giving stuff, stuff away. away that's why they care they want stuff that they'll probably not even pay attention to when they get home well to be fair they were giving away like bombing simulator um platinum edition which is quite old now oh, um right. and a, a gold pack of kind of three of the basic machinery based simulator games so i'd say maybe like 10 pound games which okay. still isn't bad but mm. it's not like they were giving away last year's version no because that would that would be too expensive that would be suicide um next up then we checked out little big planet 3 because the sony bit was like quite nearby wasn't it yes uh it was right by farming sim really um so we hadn't played this at all yet. Um, we've both played the, all the previous Little Big Planet, Little Big Planet iterations on handhelds and uh, consoles. And this is, of course, the first one for the PS4. And it's the first one for consoles that isn't developed by Media Molecule. Um, of course, the handheld versions weren't Media Molecule. Uh, the PSP one wasn't, was it? No, it so. was some company. Okay, um, and Little Big Planet 3 is being developed by Sumo, um, and they're changing it up a little bit because there are now three new companions for Sackboy. Yep. Uh, the demo was nice because it was introducing those characters. Yeah, it was uh, actually the um, the demo that was shown off when they announced the game at E3 last year. Uh, last year, this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, this year. It was, I mean, the thing is, they had, they had three demos. One of them was a single player, the other one was a, a competitive mode, like two player. And there was the co-op, and it, despite the fact that the co-op was shown off, it's like, well, this is this is really kind of the new thing for LBP3. So let's play this one. Yeah. Although I probably should have tried the others. I kind of wished that I didn't end up with controller one, and that yeah, I could play as someone who wasn't Sackboy. Yeah. Um, I wanted to to know what the the bird swoop mm. was like. Like, because do you have to constantly flap him to get up in the air, or is it just literally the case of moving the analog stick? Or who knows? Knows. And none of the none of the, the, the guys we were playing with were using the facial animations, so I couldn't see what their characters looked like when they were happy or sad. <laughs> I made mine that's, happy. That's the whole thing about yeah, but a sap boy it doesn't make any difference. <laughs> um... It's cute. It. it it, well, you can't really judge it, obviously, on that level, because that level has been made specifically for showing off the new characters in the cooperative mode um, that works with them. Um, so, yeah. They didn't have create mode on show either, so... No idea what they're putting into that. Mm. Obviously, with each new iteration, they usually put in a, a few new um, um, gadgets and stuff like that. I mean, I know... LBP Vita was amazing. That put loads and loads and loads of crazy stuff in. I'm hoping that most of that sees a return in LBP3 because that made period mode amazing. Yep. In my opinion. Uh, but Maybe a bit too complex though, actually, for some. What, what showed that it can work really nicely as well is we were playing with what I think were two French guys. Um, yeah, it's been nine Frencher. Um, and we all managed to work together. Yeah, I think it helped that I think that they'd maybe played a little big planet before, because mm. they kind of knew what they were doing, which was good. But yeah, it it was cool that there's kind of no language barrier. Shows you can just pick up and play it with any people. I was worried when we picked it up, and then I saw I was Sackboy, because I was like, oh, are they gonna pick me up if one of them's the bird? Um, although I kind of wish I played as the little, is he a dog? 
Odsock. Yeah, Odsock. I kind of wish I played as him, which Charlotte actually played as. He was cute. Because uh, it looks quite nice, like, jumping from side it to side. It was a bit weird, the wall jumping, because sometimes he wouldn't... Like, you, if something he was moving, straight, it had to it? be straight, or you just couldn't jump off, well, wall jump off it. It's kind of saying, I don't know, I guess... Mar- Mario... Is Mario really the only platformer that does wall jumping, or does... Do... No, something I played recently did wall yeah. jumping. Oh, Guacamole does it. Oh, 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 of course, yeah, like... They do it quite well. Of course, but yeah, lots of other platformers do use it. It's a common thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we gave that a play. Um, Titanfall? Oh, yeah. Um, next up, we kind of queued for a while. A while. <laughs> a, a very long time. We started queuing at half one. Because, well, we... The thing is, we were in the Sony area, weren't we? Yeah. And we played Little Blue Planet, and we were like, oh, what can we play now? And we were looking around, seeing what there was, and we were like, hey, look, there's a poster for Until Dawn. Can we play that? Charlotte asked a German Sony guy if we could play it, and he said you had to queue up, and he pointed at the queue, and we tried to find the end of the queue. It didn't seem to end. It just kind of went round in a circle. Yeah, it went round in a circle. But then, as we were walking away, the queue started moving through, and we were like, hey, maybe we can join it. Uh, we were joking how we could just run in, but people would be really annoyed with that, I'm sure. Um, no, but we no, didn't... I was saving this spot. <laughs> this um, spot. I called it two hours ago. But then, as we got to the end, we kind of popped on the end and they let us through to the end of the queue, uh, where we were queuing from half one. And finally, after a very, very long time of listening to bad singing in SingStar, yep. and trailers over and over and over again, Multiple farming simulator giveaways. Yes, multiple farming sim giveaways. Uh, we eventually found out that the queue was not just for a room full of the 18 plus games that were listed. It was so we could play Bloodborne for six to seven minutes. People were queuing for it, like it was actually more like three minutes. Yeah, four minutes. I don't know yeah. until you died. Yeah. Well, and, I think that's probably some people would actually just try again. But I thought, well. I'm not going to do well, that. Well, it said thanks for playing. And generally that means... Oh, okay, let's put the controller down, that's yeah, it. Over. Yeah. Um, so yeah, people were happily queuing for four hours to play that. Can I make a comment? Yes. Are these people stupid? They wanted to play the game. I don't think it's I out until next year. I don't think it was actually advertised how long you were playing the game. No, it wasn't advertised anywhere. Maybe that... Um, <laughs> The queue was taking so long to go through, people must have figured, you know what, we must get to play this game for like yeah. half an hour. Um, and as well as that, like, you don't want to queue for a few hours and give up. <laughs> like, we mentioned. I think that, the... was, that was everyone's mindset. It was like, yeah. shit, we've been here for like ever now. Ever, yeah. It, it must be really it good. It better be good. And I bet most of them were thinking, we better get something out of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they realise it's crap. And, like, at one point, um, we asked someone about playing Until Dawn and they, well, what the queue entailed. And they explained to us you got to play Bloodborne for six or seven minutes. Then, once you finished Bloodborne, you could either leave or join another queue where you could play um, Until Dawn and The Order. So. And I think it was like Far Cry 4. Yeah. Um, some Vita games. There were a few like, things in there. Yeah. Um. And we were like, oh, can we not just play Until Dawn? They were like, nah, 
No, you must play these as well. You have to play it, and then you can go through. Uh, and we told it to the guys in front of us. And we were like, did you know that you only get to play Bloodborne for six to seven minutes? And they were like, we've been waiting for this long. And one <laughs> of them actually gave up in the end. Did? And he never came back? He never came back. And we were like, wow, you just wasted like three hours of your day or something like that. Nope. Um, so yeah, we played Bloodborne. It was okay. I mean, right. I hadn't actually, I never saw the reveal trailer and didn't look into it at all. And it was kind of not what I was expecting. What were you expecting? Dark Souls 3. Well, it's not Dark Souls 3, it's called Bloodborne, <laughs> isn't it? Basically, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, it was okay. Um, the controls were really clunky, the AI was terrible. Movement uh, was a little bit clunky as well, wasn't it? What was? The movement and the combat. Yeah, the, the controls. Yeah. Using those Molotovs, they didn't, well, at least there didn't seem to be a way to control your aim. And they didn't have a large area of effect. I threw yeah. one next to a guy. I was like, oh, that was great. Because he moved a bit, and I was like, throw. Uh, what Obviously, this, the, the, the demo was not representational of the final product and all that kind of thing. <laughs> but I imagine actually from... Well, I think it said that at the start of the demo. It did. But, um... If you compare it to something like Dark Souls, I think it probably will stay like that. Um, yeah. The AI will not be responsive. Um, you can dance around behind them and they won't know you're there. Well, yeah, I dropped down really loudly behind some guys. I was like, oh, shoot, they're going to hear me. I was like, oh, maybe not. Run, run, run. Hack, <laughs> hack, hack. Um, I hated... It, it, I, I didn't like as well that you, you kind of... In the area that you started in, it was like, okay, oh, I'm supposed to go down here. No, I'm not supposed to go down here. Maybe it was back there. No, there's... Oh, there's a ladder. Yeah. There's a ladder I have to climb. Yeah. Well, at first I was like, oh, I've got to go this way. Nope, it's locked from the other side. Well, actually, no. First I thought, oh, I'll go around this way because that looks like the way I'm supposed to go. Went yeah. all the way up there. I was like, oh, okay. Do whatever there. Came all the way back down. I was like, it's locked. I was like, oh. And I looked at Charlotte playing it and I saw her climbing a ladder. And I was like, oh, there's a ladder around here. <laughs> and I looked about and I was like, oh, okay, I'll climb this. I only saw because I looked at the guy next to me. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's still a ladder. Okay. So it's it just ladder. like a domino effect. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, yeah, that was okay. I mean, we we just both died. There was this large crowd of enemies. You kind of jump into it and then you kind of overrun and we died. I mean, it, it probably wouldn't have been too difficult to try it again and actually succeed because yeah. the people attacking you were really slow and, they, like, intentionally slow, like, with their attacks... One had a um, gun. I wasn't quite sure what the dodge button was, though, so... Yeah. Um, I was just standing there. But, yeah. Um, and then after... No music. It sounded like there was no music in that demo. Yeah, whatsoever. there was no music. How empty. <laughs> um, yeah, so once we came out there, we... Charlotte played a little bit, or tried to play a little bit of The Order um, beforehand, because they had this really cute setup of, a, like, a stagecoach... Yeah. Um, with a copy of the game running inside and Charlotte thought yeah I'll give this a play while we're hanging around um, unfortunately we didn't know what the controls were so Charlotte was shooting these guys and she was like why aren't they dying because she just shot them again and again and again uh, it turned out it was the gun and we found out when we played the order that there's a certain way to play it Yeah. Um, but we jumped first to Until Dawn because like yep. the moment well, <laughs> after we got through our second queue uh, which took a while because people had half an hour in the area um, we jumped to Until Dawn because we were like 
asking one of the people, we're like, can we just play anything? Because everyone kind of went to the right, as you kind of do when you go through an area. Uh, and we just raced to Until Dawn. Like, there, were one, there was one other guy in there at the time, and then another guy followed yeah. after us. And um, the thing is, that that was the reason that we'd been queuing for, like, yeah. three hours. We're like, we're going to play this. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to finish it. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was... It, I mean, it looks amazing. I, I mean, Un- Until Dawn is um, a teen slasher game. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah, you could put horror in there as well. well it, yeah, but it's but more... You were saying that yesterday, weren't you? It, You're not sure if there is horror in it. Yeah. The thing is, is it, it feels like an... Is it is an interactive story? That's That's what we got from the demo, anyway. Well, I don't know. I was reading up a few things, and they did a post on the PlayStation blog just before Gamescom. Mm. And they did describe it at some point as interactive. Okay. Um, and I think they are just... They are going for more of a Heavy Rain-type game. Yeah. The thing is, is that when they originally announced it, it was... Um, presumed that the game was actually on rails oh really because because originally the game was first person with the move controller so you're obviously like it's the same as a connect first person game you think Mm -hmm. oh it's an on rails game um and then they were like no 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 it's an exploration game Uh, however it doesn't seem to be an exploration game anymore (laughs) no like i don't know i don't know i guess i didn't really read anything on it when it was announced last gamescom um, I just saw it as like a, I suppose a, a teen kind of horror game with move. Yeah. Uh, the kind of the aspect of move kind of disappointed me a little bit, and it was also a PS3 game back then. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'm not sure if I'll enjoy this or not. Um, but now with them announcing it as a PS4 game, and I don't know, I was I I thought I was going, it was going to be almost like I was inside a teen slasher horror kind of film. Mm-hmm. But I felt a little bit let down. Only oh, a little really? bit. Only the thing is, though, it was putting us quite a way through the game. It was. So um, the only reason I was disappointed is that, like, when I was kind of uh, exploring around, I was like, well, because they, they... Do we want to spoil anything? That doesn't matter, does it, or does it? Nope. You saw something that would potentially put you on edge because you thought it might be a scary thing. Or, like, a, a bad guy based off uh, yeah. the previously section that we saw when the game started, along with uh, what we saw of the Gamescom trailer as well. And you're like, oh, bloody hell, that thing's going to come out at some point. And I was actually and they kind had of... a great fanfare as well when you were walking. Yeah. When you went closer to it and you, you actually decided, no, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. And yeah. you go back and it would fade away and you would go back there. and the... I, I quite like that, actually. And I, I was just like, oh, I don't want to go up against this thing. I'm some stupid girl with yeah. a pair of scissors that I happened to pick up and put in my back pocket and I was like am I going to have to fight someone with scissors and run away but then I didn't have to and then I, was, I felt a little bit disappointed by that because I was kind of I was thinking yeah okay I have to move forwards now move and I was like oh but surely that's why they did it to just build the tension up and then it's like oh no it's not. Yeah, what, I, what I didn't actually personally like was that there's no way to closely inspect something because that person hanging there had something written on them. Oh, did they? Yeah, and they, well, at least from what I could see, there was no kind of aim. I didn't get why they didn't take off the mask. Why didn't they take off the mask? It was a, a mannequin. It was a mannequin. Oh, okay. If you if they they said something, oh, it's not actually a person. 
something along oh. those lines. If you looked at the hand, it did like a close up of kind of their, their torso, mm-hmm. and the hand was like a mannequin's hand. Oh, okay. The, the arm, yeah. That's because why. that's kind of I that's what I kind of guess they were saying it was because they they didn't seem so disturbed by it at all. Yeah. Well, but then the thing is though in 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 teen horror sometimes they aren't. Yeah, true. It could have been they, someone with a prosthetic hand. Yeah. That um, would then come to life and try and kill you. I mean the the one thing that I do really like about Until Dawn and it, it's something that the 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 whole game was sort of based around when it was even a move game and that's a flashlight. Or the torch. Yeah, the flashlight stuff was um, really nice, and that's based off of the um, like the light on the controller. Obviously, you'd need a, a PlayStation Eye to play it properly. Otherwise, I guess the game just doesn't work. Unless maybe there's an well, would an it alternative just, control method. Maybe would it maybe just take in? Can the move stuff not work at all without that? Then move needs PlayStation Eye. It, yeah, it needs an eye. It needs to be able to see. So there's no like six axisness to it. There is six access to it, but I'm not sure about the DualShock 4. I'm not quite sure about that. I was just wondering if maybe it's got that as a backup within the controller's mechanisms, maybe. Um, But, yeah, actually, I realised that we didn't mention one of the first points, which was a little bit weird, uh, which was when you started the demo, you had a survey. Yeah. Of which it... I think it was trying to, like, narrow down your difficulty. But I'm not sure if that's right. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem is, is that we probably picked very similar mm. answers. So we probably wouldn't have noticed anything different. Yeah. I'm just... Because things like where it was asking if, if you find gore scarier or if you find, like, suspense scarier. Kind of yeah. Things like that may well have had a, um, an, an effect on it. Which maybe we like, should have been like, okay, you pick that one, I'll pick this one. We should have done that. Yeah, um, we probably should have. Um, just to see if it actually had a, uh, made a difference. A difference. Yeah. Um, like questions like, are you female or male? What does that do? I mean, you could only play as the woman, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. That that section of the game was actually controlled, actually. Okay. There was no other... You weren't going to control Chris. But yeah, it was quite interesting. Uh, the The crazy amount of animations that they have to do for that game is in- immense. Apparently, like, it's a, there's a lot of motion con- uh, capture. Oh, yeah. They used well, yeah, but still, motion capture data is raw and has to be... Has to be, has yeah. Has to be refined. Um, but I, I was stunned by it. Like, at times, they looked amazing. At times, she also looked a little bit uncomfortable, actually. Um, yeah. And I'll have to go back and mention in controls, like we just did for Bloodborne as well. I... The movement was a little bit clunky. I could, I'd relate to it as similar to Beyond, because uh, she was, yeah. she was quite yeah. annoying to control. Uh, just kind of sometimes walking the wrong way, um, and then having to go back around. But otherwise, the whole, the whole kind of concept of the game was quite nice. Like picking things up, it, looking at them, even if looking at them was a little bit, um, yeah, crazy sometimes. Well, no, I, that was when you were. Was it unlocking the doll's house or something? Yeah, well, you picked up a book from in the doll's house. Oh, that was it. And top. her arm just... It was not attached. <laughs> <laughs> it was rotating far too much. But, like, um, from, what I, what, from what I played, I'm definitely thinking of picking it up. 
Yeah, I think the thing is that you mentioned the controls. Um, I don't think it's helped by the fact that they use static cameras. Yeah. As opposed to a dynamic camera. Just because, um, I, I mean, at the very least, I was trying to explore the game as much as possible. And I found it very difficult because I'd get to, like, oh, maybe there's there's a new camera if I walk down this corridor. And there wasn't a new camera, so it was like, oh, okay, clearly I can't go down this corridor. Um, now I'm going to have to reverse and kind of... I don't know. <laughs> I think it did. I have a bit of the past. I mean, I suppose there's still a lot of games use them, but they kind of adhere to a certain type of control style, if you will, I guess. Well, you mainly see them in adventure games these days. You don't see them a huge amount in yeah. other games. So, um, not survival horrors. Survival horrors dumped them a, a long time ago. Yeah. Um, my main annoyance from it, though, was that they put a jump scare in it. Charlotte, it Charlotte got, got by it. I, 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 you know, you not- I, I didn't jump at all. The guy next to me jumped out of his skin. <laughs> but there was no way to even expect it to happen. It was going to happen. Uh, there was a slight change in the music. Didn't you, it was when you opened the door, wasn't it? You opened hmm? a door, and it was like... No, you open a door and you walk forwards a few steps. Oh. And then it happened. I wasn't... The problem was, was um, I couldn't hear very much. I had my phones up all the way, and... Um, I, yeah, it I might, found it quite difficult to just hear. It may have been a dodgy connection. Because my headphones had a bit of a dodgy connection. But yeah, so that was cool. It was actually why I was... Because it didn't have subtitles. It has, did it have subtitles? Um, can't remember. Um, but, but one yeah. of the things that was a, a, well, I was say one of the things that is a big thing in the game is it's all about choices. Yes. Um, so you do make a lot of, I mean, just in general choices while you're like talking to people, you'll have an option to say one thing or say another thing, or choose to go one path instead of the other path, um, following someone or like leaving them alone, that kind of thing. Um, whether or not that would have made a difference, I'm not sure, because me and Catherine both, both went the same way. Yeah. Um, and then came off at the end as well. Although that, I don't think that would have made an option at all. No. It's a, it's, it's a bit like Heavy Rain meets I Know What You Did Last Summer and um, Saw. Yeah. Although, considering they've said, you know, either... You can have every. They said basically everyone can survive, right? Did they? And I, I thought or did it they was say along, along the lines of you just you choose who survives, which yeah, made, so, made it sound oh, to me okay. as though there was there was one person that could survive. Yeah, because like from the end of the thing, I was like, oh, okay, so one of these people will survive. Yeah, will survive. Okay, Perhaps hundreds of outcomes on the end. Well, hundreds of outcomes with a few different endings. Mm. Nine hours runtime, apparently. Wow. That's a lot of talking. <laughs> it's a nine hour film. It probably won't last nine hours, they will there. Heavy Rain lasted a while. It did actually, yeah, that's true. But you were working on that for a while, well. though. Yeah. Depends if, if it's the similar and you have little puzzles to solve and stuff like mm. that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it looks lovely. You were saying yesterday to me that it uses the Killzone Shadowfall engine. It's an updated version of the Killzone engine. Oh, an updated engine. Version of it, um, and yeah, it was just a really nice yeah, experience. Except I think it's a shame that we, we didn't get to play Hayden's character. Yes, 
which was a bit weird. But then maybe they're saving that. I mean, I think that the two people you you, you play as are both actors as well. Um, yeah. All of all of the game includes like actual people. I've never heard of most of them, <laughs> except for Hayden. Yeah. And um, it's it, it's written by a couple of horror directors as well, horror writers yeah. as well, apparently. Um, um, I think it was one of the more interesting games that I played at the show. Definitely. Well, it was, it was definitely different. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we played a little bit of the order. Um, five, like five minutes. Yeah. Um, it was kind of just uh, learning how one of their weapons worked. Which it's was... a really interesting weapon, though. Mm. I quite enjoyed it because you can. Um, I th- was it a thermite rifle? Yeah. So you're throwing small bits of like stone, and then getting it to explode with a flare. Yeah. Um, and you could alternate that either way. So you could either throw the flare first and then do the the thermite, or you could do it the other way around. Oh really? I only ever did it thrown for thermite. Yeah. And then the flare. I mean, it, it was literally just showing off that gun. That was the whole demo. Mm. You had to kill a couple of waves of guys. Then go through somewhere for a cutscene. Use it somewhere else, and then that was it. It was. It, I think it was actually the shortest demo that I played at the whole of Gamescom, which was very weird. Hmm. But again, it was like it's one of these games that they announced with the the announcement of the PS4, and they were like, "With it, actually no, it was just a teaser. Nothing has been heard of it since." And then they bring along a demo that basically doesn't show anything off about it at all. Mm. So I'm, I won't be surprised if we don't hear anything else about it for a very long time again. I don't even... Does it have a release date? Um, I don't think so. 2022. 2022? Aye. Sounds about right. <laughs> um, yeah, so then that that was all we got to play in that Sony area, um, other than a few games we could have played, but we were asked to leave. Um, and we got out there about half six. Ask to leave. Yeah. The uh, a German lady tapped me on the shoulder and told me I had to stop playing. Go! Uh, yet Charlotte was given five more minutes with the order. That's because he was trying to explain to me, like, you know, everyone should have finished playing the order by now. Yeah. And Go then she was giving me dirty looks because I was standing there and you were still playing it. I played the English card. Oh yeah, I'm English. Speaky German. Is that what you said? (laughs) Um, Yeah. yeah, So I mean, so we were queuing up from half one, got out at half six, and then finally got to eat some food. Um, Was was that all we played? I believe that was all we played that day. Um, So that was the Friday. That was the first day we got there, but we didn't get there until eleven-ish or something like that. Anyway, Um, we started off the Saturday with some Evil Within. Got there Uh, first, and it still took like. An hour. An hour? Yeah. I reckon about an hour. Um, oh, you've got your picture. Yeah, I do. And, yeah, you haven't put it on Facebook. I haven't. I haven't Which actually accessed it on my email yet. Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't so... got the prop right. Uh, the Division one's through yet, though. No, I think I've got mine. Oh. I think. Um, so, well, yeah, t- we started with The Evil Within. They threw you into the ninth, ninth yep. chapter of the game. Um, unfortunately, you had the option to change the text and the speech to English. I, did, I, I was, was the only person to have done this in our group. Yeah. Charlotte had German tech, uh, sub- uh, speech and didn't know what he was saying. Uh, it was basically a mansion. You entered the mansion. There were different rooms within the mansion and you could do certain stuff in them. 
Uh, it showed off a fair few of their things. So there's bombs you defuse. It's an upgrade uh, system. An upgrade system which I didn't access because I only looked into the mirror twice. There was there a mirror in a room. There's, there's crafting in the game, but there was no crafting in the demo. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's what the video beforehand had said. Uh, there was a video to watch, but I didn't watch it. I just went straight into the game. Uh, Thing is, though, it wasted. It must have wasted like five minutes of the playtime that I got. Yeah, probably. And showed me a trailer that I'd already seen. I don't want to see it again. Just so show me is it any good though? It's a it Japanese okay. survival horror. Because loads of people are comparing it with Alien Isolation, and I'm like, no, Alien Isolation is going to be better. It's a completely different game. Massively it, different. I think the, the thing is, the one thing that I hated about it is that there was no map whatsoever. And old school survival horror games, which it's it's claiming that it's going to be, right? Yes. Um, they rely on the map because there's always going to be so many places you can explore. You need to know where you can and can't go, where you're supposed to remember that you're heading there. I mean, I suppose, you know, it's a bit of an archaic thing to request, but nah, it's it just not. it felt really odd to not have, like, just a map. Mm. The puzzles were um, obscure, like a Japanese game are. Um, the enemies... I quite like the enemies. They were slow. Yeah, I like how they're slow and cumbersome and can't die. Um, you have basically no ammo. Um, smashing them with any like well, I had tons don't of do ammo. anything. Um, the only way that you can make sure that they don't come back up is if you burn them alive. I had tons of ammo. Oh, I did. I had like five pistol bullets and a shotgun. Five pistol bullets. That's not very much. It's tons of ammo. Not if you have to take them down. They took two shots to the head. Oh, I wasn't shooting them in the head. Two shots, one shot to the head would like hurt them a bit, and a second shot to the head would knock them down on the ground, and you set them on fire. Yeah. And now, and obviously, the you can you can set them on fire with torches or with matches, and both of those can run out. Hmm. It's a bit like Alan Wake, I guess, in that respect. Um, They also had well, there was also a barbed wire lady in the demo as well, who could stick her barbed wire. On your neck, she managed to kill me. I didn't get me. her do that to me. Well, I went. I foolishly just went in the room and I was like, "Hey guys!" And then they started attacking me, and the camera spazzed out a little bit. And I tried to exit the room and I couldn't get out, and I got killed. It's got some nice transitions, like transitions to the other, like sort of the other side. Mm. Um, and when this particular bad guy appears, stuff like that. Um, and I quite liked their their door stuff. Now Charlotte thinks it was different to what I think it was. So I found if I held down the X button, T, T in Space Engineers, um, if you held down the interact button, he would slowly open the door, and if you just tapped it, he would kick the door open. And I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, what game have I played recently that does that? Where you can open... Max Payne? You can oh, open with the mouse they do that in Silent Hill... Downfall. Shattered Memories. Shattered Memories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can open the door slowly. You can open the door slowly, or you can just slam them open. Obviously, I don't know, because I, I, I was doing that, and it was just, like, very, very slowly creaking open the door, and then... Yeah. But then if I if it was a room that I'd been in before, I'd just kick it open. Um... Although people did sometimes appear in rooms that they hadn't been in previously. 
Yeah. I don't um, know. I think it was it was a bad level to kind of shove you into. I think that they should have shown something maybe earlier. But they obviously picked it for a reason. Well, it's a mansion, you know. Yeah. Put you in well, the mansion. It was an okay mansion because like every room had something different in it for you to explore. And you have to do something with the sub sub something complex of the brain, and I had no idea what to do. It was in German for me, so I had yes. no clue. Yeah, no clue at all. Um, at the very least, though, uh, one thing I'll compare it to as well, actually, is Resident Evil 4, because there's just too many pickups everywhere. Mm. So many little things yeah. to pick up. It's like, what's this do? Some score goes up. Do I, I didn't actually look at my inventory either. Yeah, I managed to get on at one point, but then I forgot what the button was. <laughs> Many, because uh, the lovely thing of Gamescom, if you are English, uh, most of the controller layouts that are displayed by the pods and whatnot are in German. So makes sense. Yeah, it t- it totally makes sense. Um, but you kind of end up just pressing the buttons to see what they do. At least that's what I found. Um, so yeah, the, it it was definitely interesting to play. I mean, I'm sure I'm still going to be still picking it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we, well, I had a go on Ghost of a Tail, which is a super cute. Uh, is that the thing with the mouse? Yeah. So it's like a stealth game where you play I the found mouse. it. Yeah. Well, we both found a. I found I the big mouse dressed I as the him. mouse first. What was his name? Tilo. Tilo. Um, so we spotted a big mouse, and I was like, "Hey, that's the mouse from the Ghost Tail game," because I couldn't remember the name of it. And we got our picture, sorry, picture taken with him. Um, and then I was like, the game must be somewhere. And then we kind of turned and it's like, hey, there it is. Um, some kids were playing it and really did not know what to do. Uh, and then Some's I kid, showed yeah. them how to play it. Not that Stealth they were still groups. there um, by playing it properly. And it was really, really nice. Um, the game itself worked really well. You could run on all fours and it was so cute. Um, he had like a sprint meter and the only thing that I found a little bit strange uh, mainly because it was a bit hard to get used to was that um, I suppose it made sense though you you had a button for sneaking uh, to hide you had to be holding the sneaking button to be able to go into the hiding places you couldn't just hide in them normally because you'd you'd try and interact with them otherwise Um, that's my only real quip with it but that's not really a big thing because you'd get used to it after playing it um, but it, it just worked really well. They'd obviously, you know, worked on the level for so long um, because you could just tell that it had been polished up. It was the, the level that was the, in the trailer, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It, the level was basically the trailer. So there was, you sne- sneaked past a rat, you picked up some keys, you opened doors, you knocked a barrel on a rat's head, you knocked down a bridge, and you ran away from a giant crab. However, I didn't pick up the armour, so he wasn't really cute look- looking when he was running away from the giant crab. Yeah. That was the one thing I missed out. I did find the pirate hat, which was cool. Apparently the game and is all about hats. Yes. It's all about hats, and he's a musician. That was it, right? Um, yeah. It was really cool. Uh, one of the developers was there. Actually, no, two of the developers were there. I think three of the developers um, were there. Oh, really? I only yeah. saw two. Um, but the other guy, but, well, as in, like, the animator guy. Yeah. Yeah, and then the guy we spoke to, and the other guy was also on the project. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's similar to a lot of games that come out at the moment, which is a team that's spread across the world. Uh, one of the guys who was originally from Bristol Way 
Um, he said he was living in San Francisco now. Yeah. And then there was the the main guy, and they were just. They, he said it was the first time they'd all met. So yeah, actually they must have all been there. Um, and yeah, it was just really nice to play. Um, and they, they wanted to assure me that it was coming out on PC as well, even though I already knew, because of course the trailer said at the end of it PC and Xbox One. Um, but some people have been thinking it was Xbox One only. I'm not sure how or why they'd think that. The trailer says PC and Xbox. It must be Xbox only. Um, but I guess maybe because some people thought it was shown at the Microsoft conference that it's only an Xbox yeah, One game. Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, um, FIFA. And then this, so this was in the tenth floor on the tenth uh, hall where there were indie games about. So Charlotte then played, although I wouldn't really call it indie. Um, Charlotte had to play of Daedalic's new game, which is Whispered World Two Silence. I think it's Silence the Whispered World Two. Although everything oh, there was okay. just saying Silence. Yes. Um, I'm kind of confused because they keep occasionally putting a subtitle on and then removing the subtitle. Um, this is like the sequel to The Whispered World, which was like a brilliant um, point-and-click adventure that came out in like 2010? Maybe. 2010? It was a long time ago. Yeah, it did come, up, come out a while ago. Yeah, it came out when we just started um, writing for Gamercast. Yeah, that's true. Because I wrote a review for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like... Uh, a brilliant like fantasy game uh, with really nice um, 2D hand-drawn graphics. However, the main problem with the game was that Sadwick, the main character, was voiced by someone really annoying. So most people that actually played it couldn't manage to get through it, um, which was a shame because it was a really amazing story. Um, science carries on from this with some spoilers. Hmm. Yeah, tells, I now know how... Tells you the end of finished. the Wizard World. Um, yep. And basically, you play it as a young boy, and I can't remember what his name is. Began with a J, didn't it? No, not a J. Because I know that his little sister is called Rennie. I can't think what he's called. And um, they're in a shelter because there's like a big wall going on around them. And they managed to lock themselves up into this shelter, and they've just kind of been hiding away in there for a while. Um, however, something then happens. A bomb drops nearby them and their shelter gets a bit kablooey. And then you wake up in silence. And silence is the, the world that Sadwick belongs in. And the idea is, is that, again, you're merging into the two different worlds. Um, like the fantasy world and the real world. Um, the thing that's really nice about this game is it's like the characters are full 3D. And they're really nice, nicely rendered as well. Um, I mean, the... What do you call it? The lip syncing wasn't perfect. Hmm. But it may be that that was catered for the German as opposed to just actually lip-syncing whatever was coming out for the mouths. Um, there was a few little graphical bugs. Uh, they kept freaking me out. But <laughs> yeah. as, as adventure games go, the, the the puzzles, they were just combination puzzles. Um, but they were fairly straightforward. They worked really well. Yeah, in, in The Whispered World, um, you had some quite strange things that you had to do that didn't quite make enough sense you to think about doing them. Um... But no, yeah, I think I, the, the demo itself was maybe, say, 20 minutes, I think. Um, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait to play it. Yeah, I uh, thought it was really nice. When it comes out. I'm not sure if there's a release date for it yet, though. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it looks, plays really nice. It was even playing in English, which I was very surprised by, because obviously Daedalic are a German company. Um, so it was great when I found out that not only were the voices in English, but te- like subtitles were in English as well. They've also improved their um, hint system. 
and now it will tell you up top of the screen um, oh, what your objective exactly is. what your objective is because that's the thing that you usually find in these games is that okay so you know you've got everything that you need but what are you supposed to do with it and obviously this is now that extra step you obviously don't have to read it if you don't want to read it you also don't have to use the space bar at all if you don't want to um, I was just glad that the demo they were showing wasn't like a this is a point and click adventure game you yeah. have to do this click on this now combine it with this. It was really nice. And actually, I, I quite like the environments as well, because whilst the characters are 3D, and the um, the environments are lovely and drawn 2D. Mm. So that was actually one of my favourite games. Of the, That's cool. Um, with Dawn and LBP. Uh, and then Charlotte had a go on Alien Isolation. Yeah. Um, so one of the games, obviously, that I had to play... In isolation, I did play it at Rezd back in last year. This year, no, last year, this year. No, it was this year, March. Yeah, something like that. March 29th. Um, however, this was like a different demo to the one that I played before. This was um, a challenge map, so kind of like the Batman survivor mode. Survivor mode. Survivor mode. It was okay. called. Yeah. Well, it's like a Batman challenge map, so I refer to it as a challenge map. Okay. Um, and it showed off how hard the game can be. Um. It was also really good to, uh, because unlike the demo that was at Res, it's kind of a demo where it's enforcing the fact that, you know what, you can't actually just try and take the alien on, which a few people found that they would do at Res because it was maybe a bit more open. I'm not sure. Uh, this mm. this was a more of a confined area, at least I thought it was anyway. Um, and there was certain objectives that I could try and meet, such as not using the motion tracker, which was a bit of a thing that I was never going to do. You could um, do it. Yeah, I don't think I was going to do it though, um, <laughs> because I was I was um, relying on that to let me know exactly when he'd gone up into the ventilation system so that I could dart back to where I was supposed to be going. Um, you know, it was a, it was an amazing demo. Actually, uh, you had to go and turn it. You you were supposed to be going to like some door, and then in order to get to the door, it turned out you needed to turn a generator on, which would make loads of flashing lights start appearing. Mm the most destructive thing in the world and in fact you can't even hear the alien when these lights are going on um, <laughs> bloody terrifying um, uh, and then once you turn the generator on go back to the door and that's it um, I finished it the first time I played it on console Yep. <laughs> I did give it a go on PC as well beforehand I don't know how many times I died quite a few um, it showed off um, some, of the, some new stuff that we didn't actually you didn't get to play in the Res uh, uh, demo. Uh, for instance, uh, the alien can just disappear. Um, if he wants to, he'll just go up into a ventilation system. I think it seemed to be when he got a bit bored. Um, he'd go up there and then just pop down uh, wherever he wanted to go, um, which may just be in front of you. I think that happened to me on one occasion, but he'd popped up facing the other way. Mm. So he'd, like, drop down. And it was like, ah, oh, crap. Um, run away. Uh, and then also ventilation uh, like kind of circular duct things that didn't seem to be in the, the res demo or maybe I didn't find them in the res demo no, they weren't they were in quite, the res demo they weren't okay and they were quite good to kind of hide around in which was really cool um, until you realised he found out that the alien can actually follow me into them um, which and was he followed you into it and he killed yeah. you <laughs> um, it also showed off uh, they used flamethrower which wasn't in the demo at res either 
and you can use the flamethrower it's kind of it seemed to be anyway like a one use sort of thing to just freak him out and scare him off and um that worked when I started to use it um and actually was the reason that I finished that finished the demo that that one yeah. time um if you managed to also finish the um alien isolation uh, survival mode survivor mode um challenge thing um I did it in six minutes and eighteen uh yeah eighteen eighteen fifty eight fifty eight eighteen yeah eighteen seconds fifty eight so if maybe I beat you or you beat me that would be um cool. You did, you did kind of miss out on a few other things though. So yeah, I uh, did. I didn't do any of the. There's a crafting system to the game, and uh, Charlotte just ignored every pickup around the world. Why are you going to pick stuff up? I'm trying to get away from the alien. Um, but you you could have picked up a flare because they weren't in res in the res demo either. I didn't even see a flare. Uh, it was in the room where you started. It kind of highlighted and said flare, and then you just kind of continued Why would on to the door. Why I want to use a flare? That's going to show him where I am. No, no, no. Do it like Jurassic Park. He'll learn from you. Start so, waving it around. Yeah, you can. No, it's right. If you if you wave it around, he'll and come and kill you. <laughs> yeah, be like, take that alien, and then you just sprint down the corridor, and he'll just kill you from behind. Um, but yeah, so there was a there was a lot more in the demo uh, compared to the best one. Um, and Charlotte did die quite a few times but she didn't see every death just like it rezzed she missed out I think on a few <laughs> missed um, out <laughs> yeah you missed out on dying um, I died yeah. enough times it was really awesome actually to um, to be playing it and like seeing some people react to it yeah I mean, I... Uh, there was a guy sat next to Charlotte when she was playing it on the PC uh, who like jumped and kind of hit me a bit because I was kind of leaning in at Charlotte and uh, saying something I can't remember what and he kind of just bumped into me and was like oh, I'm sorry I got really scared it's <laughs> like it's okay yeah it was it was nice and hard actually um, if if I could have if I had all the time in the world I'd have played it like stealth style and just hung out waiting you and did that a fair bit. I did, but not as much as I could have. You liked under the desks. Under the desks, good. Well, in that particular room where I kept hiding under the desks, it was kind of... I don't know, I kept going into that room, so... Mm. It was a nice way to go through that room if he did happen to be in there, because you could just manage to get under the tables without him noticing. Which is cool. Um, and then, after Charlotte completed that, we... Called it a day? I think that we kind of went around a few things, but then didn't Yeah, really we were around the, the retail bit for a while, and, mm. and... Was it... Oh, it was that day we went to the entertainment area as well, and they had a retro yeah. area where we saw some cool stuff. They had these nice little glass cabinets. Some of the stuff was a little bit manky condition. Yeah. Uh, they had some really nice arcade machines, um, and we kind of hung out there for a bit. Which was quite nice. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I mean, E3 usually has the little retro bit, but there's not usually much playable. No. And they don't have arcade machines usually either. No. Well, I, didn't they usually have, like, one? I'm not sure. They usually had a couple. 
fair depending on what the people have brought around though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we were just so... I'm not even knackered. sure why we were so dead after that day. Our feet hurt. Yeah, but we didn't do very much. Feet hurting. Had some nice crepes. Crepes. But, uh, um, pretzels. Pretzels, yeah. Nice pretzels. I'm, I mean, to be fair, I wasn't feeling very well that day, so I, I didn't really want to do much anyway. No. Um, and then the next day we quickly popped by, even though we were leaving the same day, to get in a quick game of Sunset Overdrive, um, which we then found out was the co-op, and as you can see, Charlotte's wearing his t-shirt for Sunset Overdrive. Um, <clears throat> well, as people watching the stream can see. Yes, as people watching the stream can see, sorry. Podcast people can. No, sorry, podcast people. They can imagine it's, it. It's a nice it's blue. soft blue t-shirt, it says Sunset Overdrive, and it's has orange. eyes eyes on the back as orange. well. That's no, okay. Um... So, yeah, we didn't realise... Well, I didn't realise it was the multiplayer aspect it of the game. It was going to be the multiplayer. Yeah. Um, so, to it was seven people, including the kind of, I suppose, uh, booth attendant host who explained the game to us. Uh, unfortunately, Charlotte couldn't hear him very well. I, um, I turned the thingies up. Maybe it just wasn't high enough. Yeah. Um, and it was basically wave-based combat... Um, so they're coming her. from the left, they're coming from the right, they're coming from both sides. There's lots of them coming. And you had to protect your overcharge vats mm-hmm. and stop the gates from being knocked down because then they'd be quicker at getting inside. Um, introduce you a little bit to how you move around, how you can grind, how you can shoot and grind. The variety um, of different dudes. Like, yeah, the variety of different enemies. There are a few yeah. different ones in there. And then also the different weapons that you had. Um, I found it a little bit confusing with the weapons because... I was kind of like, oh, I need to kill all these things. So it was more that I was just using a weapon, firing at everyone, running out of ammo, go to the next weapon, do the same, go to the next weapon. Oh, this weapon's really cool. Run out of ammo, do the same. Oh, this one's kind of cool too. And then kind of like the weapons. um, The ammo drop seemed a little bit mysterious. They were all rotating rectangle boxes. It, I, I, at least I couldn't see see what was supposed to be coming out of no. whatever ammo box. Um, I just went around and picked up as many as possible. Problem was, was obviously they'd all been being dropped where the guys had been killed. Yeah. Which often turned turned out to be the um, wave spawn points. Yeah, it's true. I thought it was quite fun. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was really fun. I, I I must say though I'm not used to playing many third person you know shooter type things so it did feel a bit weird Sorry. for me Sorry. I'm more used to first person that aspect yeah um, but it was still fun the propane there was the propane one and there was the one where they get vaporised the guns or the traps those are one of my favourite weapons Oh, the weapons. I liked the vinyl record one. The guns. See, I thought that was absolutely pointless, though. You should just get loads of vinyl stuck in them, and then they didn't die. The freezy one was cool. Yeah, but then that was just a... Uh, more support weapon, wasn't it? Did it actually hurt them? When you... I wasn't sure, but I was just firing it straight at them, because it was one of the things I had ammo left for. Yeah, no, I think the propane one was the best because you were just basically hurling a propane tank and that was brilliant for when the wave started because I kind of tended to hang out at these spawn points. There was the teddy bears as well. 
This may Did crash they? the computer. Oh, no, it didn't. Uh, yeah, there was a teddy bear gun thing, and it threw teddy bears. I think it was teddy bears. And they ran that. towards enemies. Maybe we had special weapons, depending oh. on who we were playing as. I don't know, I'm sure there was a gun that threw teddies. Teddy bears. Going with teddy bears. Um, so that that was cool. Um, I was happy that I got to play it. Um, I'm doubting there's any local co-op. I imagine it's all just online. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we played that. Charlotte came second in our group. Well done, Charlotte. I came fifth. Awesome. Yeah. I think it's because I was hanging out at the wave spawn. Yeah, that'll probably be it, because then you'll be killing more people. Points were all based um, I, off who you killed. I, I did get a lot of kills on those big guys as well. The Herkers? Herkers, Herzers, I'm not sure what they were. Yeah, big guys. Herzers, big old guys. Um, so that was cool, and then we made our last game of the day, because we then discovered that it was actually there. Uh, yes. Yoshi's Woolly World, um, which is an awesome new Yoshi game. Yoshi hasn't had his own proper game, really, since Yoshi's story. Of course, there was Yoshi's Universal Gravitation. What about, um, wasn't there one that came out on the 3DS recently? What, you mean the with Baby Mario's? Oh, was that why? I was just thinking because they did the DS's. It's usually the Baby Mario one. Oh. Um, I think that's what it was, Yoshi's Island. Uh, Baby Mario game. Yeah. I'm not sure of the name. Um, but, like, proper Yoshi game. I mean, Yoshi's story is, like, you know, the best of its kind. Yeah, definitely. And then they basically grabbed Yoshi's story and Kirby's epic yarn style, but instead of just doing yarn, they've gone with uh, knitting and crochet and other crafty style stuff in their environments. And it was really quite nice. Yeah. Is it, I mean, uh, it's a shame that we couldn't hear the audio. Yeah, because it would be... You'd imagine it'd be the same cute Yoshi... Yeah, definitely. With every jump, every move, every uh, kind of, what is it, uh, trying to force himself upwards, sticking his tongue out, or sticking her tongue out even. Um, We played the co-op, that's what they had on show. Um, So you had two Yoshis, uh, one on the gamepad, one on the Wiimote, and you were basically, you could hit, like, yarn boxes, like a standard Mario-style box, uh, to get little balls of yarn to pop out. And it was, instead of, of course, eggs, which Yoshi usually would have, you'd have little balls of yarn. Uh, well, they're sad- technically the same, aren't they? Just a- yeah. Um, sadly, we didn't get to play any levels where you put the yarn into the world. Yeah. Like you created platforms or took it out of the world. Um, there were three levels that were playable, and we asked the lady what, it, what the choice was, and it was easy, medium, and hard. And so we went with the medium level. It was okay. It wasn't really hard at all. No. Maybe we should have gone with the hard. Maybe. Maybe they were just thinking that Nintendo players... Have... I don't know. I suppose Nintendo attracts kids. Maybe they yeah. thought the medium level would be maybe a little bit hard on some kids. Yeah. Um, but it, it was fairly easy. We couldn't hear a huge amount, as you've already said. Like, there was a large kind of chomp ball that you could knock down and attack enemies with and that's the only voice or any noise we ever heard which was him killing enemies mm. um, there are a few new elements to it so there are collectibles 
I say new elements as in comparing it to Yoshi's story. Well, the the star, the the sun, uh, the little flowers, sorry, are kind of the fruit that you'd collect. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then I guess the 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 wool. Yeah, three little balls of yarn. Well, three little um, uh, I can't think of the word. Skeins. Yeah, that's what you can call them, or skins. I'm not ever sure how to pronounce it. Um, but it looked lovely. Mm, definitely. Uh, you said Tim wants to buy a Wii U because of it? Yeah. <laughs> that one specific um, game. Really but well. it is adorable and it's something I'll definitely be picking up. Yeah. Because it's Yoshi. It's not every day Yoshi gets his own game. Yeah. Which doesn't include Mario at all. Um, so yeah, and that was kind of the last game we got to play. Uh, the show is starting getting busy again. And we kind of had to go get ready to catch our flight back. And we were dead. We were just. And we yeah, we were just like, uh, this is enough Gamescom for a year, basically. Um, what was your favourite game? I don't know. People asked me that today. Yeah. And I wasn't really sure. I I did say I did really like Ghost of a Tale. Yeah. Um. You're saying that you didn't play anything that good. No, I enjoyed all the games I played, but I didn't really know which I enjoyed the most. Mm. I did. I I was happy with Sunset Overdrive. I thought it was okay, um, and I really. I think Yoshi's Woolly World would have probably been better had we had the audio. Yeah. Because it would have rounded it off, and hopefully it would have had really nice kind of music. But I don't think any of the Nintendo games even had headphones. They don't tend no, to. No, none of the Nintendo games had headphones. Probably the whole kind of hygienicness of sharing or unhygienicness of sharing headphones between each other. Yeah. Well, they did have um, wipes for the game pads. I don't know if you saw those. Yeah. Um. I, mean, I don't even know if the game pad did anything. I didn't even try that, like using mm. the screen. Um. But I also imagine the experience will be fine if you play it single player. Yeah. There's nothing really re- required. No, two people. The two people. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say I really like Ghost of a Tale. Um, it's coming out next year, but they've given the vague date of next year mm. so that they don't have to give a date for it. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a good show. A lot for someone to take in. I mean, especially if you went there just for one day on the weekend. Yeah. I don't even know if you'd even be able to play any games, really. You probably get to queue for one thing and play it. Yeah. Like someone asked me if um, if I played in the the really really big titles like the Ubisoft games or stuff like that, and it's like I wouldn't want to give that a try. No. I mean, usually we don't even play those kind of games at events because no. they're, they're always the ones with the big queues. Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, if I'm going to buy it anyway, I can just play it when it comes out and go with that methodology. Mm. But you were saying your favourite game was Silence or Until Dawn? I quite like Alien Isolation. Yeah. Mm. I probably had the most fun playing Alien Isolation. You didn't look like you were having fun. <laughs> that is fun. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, although... Story-wise. I'd... Yeah, Silence or... Actual wise. Anyway. Oh, okay. Um, 
I do kind of wish that I'd seen if I could have played Sticks at all. Yeah. Um, because in a similar way to Ghost of a Tale, it's a different stealth Dif- game. Stealth different game. enemy. Well, a different protagonist even, sorry. It's not a human, it's a mouse. Yeah. It's a goblin. Uh, but they only had two pods for it. Yeah. And their stuff was fairly busy-ish. You know you said this was going to be a short show. I know, I did. It's getting on for two hours. I'm getting bored of Space Engineers. That's how long it's going on. I know you're getting bored of Space Engineers, but we're rounding it up now. I'm having yeah. to take Millennium Falcons and shoot stuff. I know, I noticed that was a Millennium Falcon. Um, so yeah, Gamescom was enjoyable. We'd definitely recommend it hmm. uh, for anyone thinking of going. Um, it costs like... Nah. I think it's between 10 and 15 euros per day. Um, the public are allowed in from Thursday to Sunday. Uh, I think the Tuesday and the Wednesdays are for trade and press only. Um... And I'd recommend a fold-away chair if you go. Yeah. Like all the a, a large portion of the people have. They were probably regulars. Yeah, I also noticed a lot of people with earplugs in. Yeah. That's um, probably also something else if you want to stand in a hall for the whole day. Um, but yeah, I'd definitely recommend it. Yeah. Um, and it was quite enjoyable going there. Um, and then I guess that's all I like games comedy stuff. New releases this week. And um, there's a few games coming out this week. We've got Diablo Freeze out tomorrow, although it won't be up in time for people listening to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> We've got Diablo three coming out. Um which What's it actually? Diablo Freeze on all consoles. Yeah, 360, PS3, PC. Oh no, sorry, I'm reading the wrong thing. 360, PS3, Xbox One, PS4. Um, of course, Diablo Three is already kind of out on PC, and they're not doing any form of re-releasing of it of any variety, are they? Um, well, no, because it's the the console version. Standalone expansion. Mm. Oh, um, standalone. And... Well, yeah, it's got the original game with it. Oh, um, and then we've got on Friday Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare coming out on PS3 and PS4 <laughs> and then Tales of Zillia 2 coming out on PS3 new Tales of Zillia game this is the second in the Tales of Zillia games <laughs> um, I believe there's a version with a figure somewhere I saw pictures I think probably saw that already um, probably yeah um, and that's kind of it for this week I apologise for making it quite long um, I think when we did the E3 ones as well me and Charlotte were really long as well because we kind of just talk um, Gamescom but, Gamescom Gamecom 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 you, you missed out on this um, but Charlotte will potentially be becoming a regular feature now I'm a feature you're a feature um, hopefully we can oh you removed Charlotte bring her back there you go. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's it, and we'll catch you next week. Um, hey, it's a bank holiday next week. Yay! Great! Yay! After Ludum Dare, yay! Oh, sorry, Ludum Dare, or however you're supposed to <laughs> pronounce it. Latin. Um, yeah, so we'll catch you then. And. Sorry for the long running. Yeah, I'm not sure. If people listening live who want to download the podcast, I suspect it'll be up tomorrow night. 
Uh, we have to train Catherine how to edit it and do everything, <laughs> which... Install the stuff on my... Probably a good 20 hours worth of training there. 20 hours? Uh-oh. Uh, well, what do you think you have to do? Open it in... What do you edit it in? I use Soundforge to edit. Open it. And if we're not doing Skype, I use Soundforge to record. Open it and do the noise levels and... Yeah, so with Skype, it's even more annoying because we have to equalise ours and Charlotte's voice. It's okay, you can teach me, I'll do it. Which you have to do by ear. Okay. I have ears. Do you? Yes. <laughs> I do. Oh dear. Cool. Well, we'll catch everyone next week. Yeah, see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.